Hello, everyone. So today I'm going to continue my story of uh, entering the Army <laughs> and the scary, scariness that went along with it all. So I told you about my basic training experience, which was completely off the wall, right? So I did graduate, and then um, I was released to go home on leave for, I don't remember, like a week or 10 days or something like that, but had orders in hand for Germany. Um so I did list Germany on my list of desired places to go because my sister and brother-in-law were in Germany. They were in Augsburg, South Germany. So I thought, well, maybe I'll get lucky and be able to get pushed down into their area so I can be close to family members. So I <laughs> comes my day to leave, right? And I'm flying out. So I go to the airport and um, now is when the anxiety and panic starts kicking in. I get on the first flight, which is um, from Pensacola to Atlanta. It's like an hour, hour and a half flight maybe. And I cried the entire flight. <laughs> I had a lady next to me, must be in her 30s, maybe early 40s. I don't know. And I would almost bet she had to be some kind of counselor because she is consistently asking me, oh my goodness, what's the matter? And so I'm telling her and and she's trying to like soothe me and tell me, well, you're stepping out there, you know, you're making a difference in the world, you're doing what you're meant to do, and it's all going to be okay, and I just keep crying and crying and crying. So I get to Atlanta, and then I get on the next flight to Frankfurt, which I honestly don't even remember that flight. It was an overnight flight, and hopefully I slept. I, I don't even remember. But I get to Frankfurt, I get to the airport, and I go to get my luggage, and first thing I do is dig out every bit of long sleeve clothes I can find because OMG, it is flipping freezing over there, right? I mean, oh my gosh, I'm from Florida. It is cold, cold. So I pile on all these clothes and then I they have signs for where to go when you get there as being a military member. So I followed the signs. It's like a reception station. So I went there, hung out for a bit and um, I think stayed overnight and it was maybe the next day that the company, the MP company from Augsburg, where my brother-in-law was, had sent word up that they wanted me to come there. And so I thought, oh, thank goodness, thank goodness. Well, the folks at the reception station told them, no, sorry, we have a special mission for her. Hmm. What the heck does that mean, right? So, of course, I'm freaking out a little bit. And finally, at some point, they pull me and this other guy into a room and they tell us that we have special orders to Berlin, Germany. Um, keep in mind, I'm old. So back then, the wall was still up. Berlin, Germany was still separated. So um, they're explaining this to us and telling us, put on your civilian clothes, put on something that does not identify you as being an American or a soldier. Um, you're going to be in like a sleeping car. It's an overnight trip on this train. And um, it's going to start at stop at checkpoints where Russian soldiers will actually board this train and just lay there and pretend you're asleep if you're not asleep. But you're okay. Just don't show any signs. Don't have stuff hanging out like American flags or any of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, panic. Like, are you serious? What? Like, I'm taking a train through Russian territory. Are you flipping kidding me? Okay. So I get on the train, get in my little spot, right? And I'm in this little train car by myself. I'm scared shitless. Like, I don't even know what to do. 
well, the train's rolling and I feel like, okay, I'm all right. And then it stops. I'm like, okay, let me lay down and just cover up my head. <laughs> That's basically what I did. And I could hear them walking through. I could hear that they were speaking a different language, had no clue what that language was. Obviously, it was Russian. Um, scared the holy bejesus out of me. Um, oh, my gosh. And, I mean, this happened two or three times throughout the night through this trip. And then in the morning, um, the sun's coming out. So I come out of my room, and there's like a, a train conductor, so to speak, or or something of that nature. He's standing right outside my door looking out the window and he spoke very good English. So I stepped out there and was speaking to him and he says, look, there's the wall. And I'm looking and I'm like, what wall? He says the Berlin wall. And I said, Oh yeah, we're about to cross into it. At that point, I'm thinking, I wish I would have paid attention in history class because I do not understand or remember the stories I heard or learned about any of this. So I'm lost, like completely lost, but I'm scared. And he's calming me and he's like, it's okay, really, you know, everything's okay. Well, so we finally get to the the station and we get picked up by um, an MP car with a couple folks who are taking us back to our unit. And still, I'm freaking out. We're driving on these cobblestone roads. It's freezing ass cold. The roads are icy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And you're tired, right? Because you were on a train overnight, but you didn't really sleep because you're scared to death. So um, they finally got us there. And after meetings with all these different people, they finally got me set up in a room where I could just go to sleep. And oh, my gosh, sleep was exactly what I needed because I was so freaked out. I can't even, like, I will never forget that trip and the anxiety and the fear. Oh my gosh, I've never been so scared in my life. It was ridiculous, but made it there safe, was in the hands of other military police, was on a safe place, a base where I knew I was safe and sound and finally got assigned to a room. I had an amazing roommate who had um, already been there for like a year. And so, you know, she could kind of coach me on what the heck was going on around me because I had no clue. Um, Got assigned to a platoon, to a squad, and found out that we were direct combat support. Like, what? (laughs) So located there with us was a mechanized infantry unit. So they had tanks and APCs and all the really cool stuff. And we are assigned to them. We are their security. So anytime they alerted, they moved, we went with them. So we would get alerts 2 o'clock in the morning. Get up, grab your gear, get downstairs. You're going to load up in your Humvees. You're sitting in line with these tanks. And you don't know where you're going or if you're going. Like you have no clue. And it's scary. I mean, seriously scary. Um So, within my first few weeks, um, we got sent to the field. Those of you prior Army, you know what the field is like, okay? It's a little different than some of the other branches in that we don't have a tent, we don't have heat, we don't have any of that stuff. Um, I've never been so flipping cold in my life. I wore every bit of clothing they issued to me. I must have looked like the Michelin Man, where... My clothes were so huge, like I could barely walk. (laughs) It was horrible if I had to go to the bathroom. I mean, seriously, it was bad. But I'm sleeping out in the cold. And we are in this little village, like, you know, simulated village thing. It's all concrete buildings. No windows or anything. 
but you're standing on concrete floors. So the cold that comes through that concrete floor, oh my gosh. So yes, I have frostbite on some of my toes from that time. And um, oh my gosh, never been so cold. And people just teasing me, making fun of me. And I'm like, you know, this is really not funny. But okay, I'm the butt of the joke because I'm the new girl in the block. I have no clue what I'm doing. And I'm out here shivering my ass off. So, oh my gosh, I totally ended up with frostbite from that whole that whole trip out. Um, there was one other significant event during that trip out. I think we were out for, I don't know, like 30 days. And at some point, we pulled into this area, like the sun had come out, and like the sun felt so good. So they let us all pull over and park our vehicles and like eat our MREs, like have lunch, right? Well, it's not just our M- our MP folks, but it's all these infantry guys, these transportation guys, these engineer guys, these tanks, these APCs. I mean, this huge convoy. So we all like circle around in this area. And um, I, being the new person, am an M60 gunner. So I've got an M60 machine gun. So my butt is on the top of the M- of the Humvee. So of course I'm wearing, again, every piece of clothing they issue me, plus flipping ski masks and oh gosh everything you can imagine because it was so cold so the sun's out they tell us you know we can relax we're not you know playing war at the moment so I start taking off some of the gear because I'm getting warm and I just hear this voice that says look it's a girl and so I turn around and I look and I am the only girl out there the only one and they are all staring up at me on top of this Humvee with my machine gun. So <laughs> I just slumped back down inside that Humvee where my squad leader was at and said, Can you just stay in here with me? I'm a little bit afraid. I'm the only girl out here. And he just starts laughing at me and he's like, Don't worry, you're fine, you're fine. But oh my gosh, guys, I was so flipped out. I don't know why I was so scared, but I was. Of course, fear ran my life at that time (laughs) and holy crap being so cold and under so much fear once we finally got back oh my gosh a breath of relief you wouldn't believe you would not believe so that's one story (laughs) I have plenty more of those that I will be sharing with you soon so make sure you tune in again to hear another army story or maybe just another life story who knows we'll see where we go next time thanks for listening guys